Hello, hello. This is Daily Football Report number 16. Today, top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL right now. That's the episode. We're also on YouTube and TikTok at 4 Scene Sports, the number four. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google, and other podcasting platforms under the title Daily Football Report. For how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful, man. What another great day to talk about some football action, man. I completely agree, man. We're blessed. You know, only a few more weeks before the Super Bowl and the season is over. So let's enjoy it one day at a time. Absolutely. You know, I love today's topic, man. Top 10 NFL quarterbacks. It kind of allows us to give a little bit of a, a look into what we value as a franchise quarterback um, and kind of give back uh, what we enjoy watching on football Sundays, man. So uh, I'm very excited for today's episode. What about you? Yes, yes. As always, I'm excited for your list, and I'm excited to defend my list because I know you're going to come at me for that. I think that's a nice way of saying it's going to need some defending. <laughs> it will definitely need defending. And, you know, the beautiful part is this is the top 10 brought to you by us. And lo and behold, shall we get right into it? Thank you. All right. At number 10, Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. I got to give some Hawaiian love. Tua came to play this year. He persevered through several injuries for his teammates, and he lit up many defenses, and he played great for the mad scientist Mike McDaniel. How do you feel about that? You know, man, I got to be honest. It's a, it's a little high for me. I'm not as big on the Tua train as you are, man. Uh, you you know, there is that report that's out now that's saying that he may not play football again um, due to the concussions that he's had. I definitely hope those aren't true and we do get to see him continue to rise. Um, but with that said, very, uh, very interesting first first pick for you, man. I'll give you that. Hey, that's what we do over here, man. We keep it interesting. What about you? Who do you have? All right. So this pick is probably going to be one of my most controversial as well. I took Russell Wilson here, and look, I can already hear the groaning, and I can already hear people laughing, but let me explain why. Yeah, it was a rough year. He would say that. He has said that. That said, I got to give him credit for his past work. Uh, look, one bad season out of seven, it's seven, eight. It's not, it's not, you got to look at the full picture here. He's going to also get better with an actual head coach next year in Denver as well. You know, we have to remember that. It was an absolutely inept offense. Hackett couldn't hack it. He's gone. Let's get a real coach in there and let's see if Russell Wilson truly has regressed. But I've still got him as a top 10 quarterback in football. Talk about interesting. I mean, that's an interesting take. I don't know if I completely agree with it, but I liked your reasoning behind it. And if that's what you truly feel, man, who am I to disagree, right? Here at our pod, where everyone can agree to disagree. Absolutely. That's our uh, our second slogan here on the pod. So right, uh, right after uh, for the fan, by the fan. Yes. All right. I'm going to jump right into number nine. This is a quarterback I can't believe is in my top 10, but I have to put him there. Jared Goff, quarterback for the Detroit Lions. He took the Lions to a 9-8 record. Led one of the top offenses all year. And man, he played really well. I got to say, Detroit really won the Stafford trade. What do you think of that? Look, I'm a massive Jared Goff fan. 
I believe in him. I think he was amazing with the Rams. Uh, I think he's he's doing amazing things over in Detroit. I love the take. I you know I wouldn't be mad if you had him a little bit higher. You know, not to foreshadow my upcoming picks, but uh, definitely got to say, uh, good spot. Good to see him in the top ten. Very well deserved. I figured you'd like that. Who did you have at nine? Well, at nine, I had to give some love to the old guns of the league. I have Aaron Rodgers, and I'll explain why. Yeah, he's, you know, man, look, he's he's a bad man still. Uh, I'll explain why. Yeah, he's a little bit older, a little bit slower, and a little bit, little bit less accurate. Sure, I'm not going to deny any of those things, but he's still Aaron Rodgers, and he can still win any game on any given Sunday. A lot to still like from the old gunslinger as well. The running game may have kind of phased him out a little bit in his importance to the Green Bay Packers, but he's still efficient. He can still move the ball, and he's still a leader for any team. I'm not bumping him outside my top 10 just because he had a rough year this year. That's fine. Hey, you know what? That's okay. I, I think you're right. I do think there's still a lot left in, in the Aaron Rodgers tank. And maybe, you know, he doesn't need to wear green. Maybe he should wear a different shade of green or a different jersey this upcoming season, right? If you believe any rumors, man, that's uh, definitely intriguing, isn't it? It is intriguing, right? So we like to tease on future episodes and future takes. So that was one of them. All right, let me transition to number eight. Number eight is a quarterback you like a lot. I liked him quite a bit, but then I think he lost me. Lamar Jackson. All right. He is still one of the most dangerous dual threat quarterbacks. He's unstoppable when he's on. And it's hard to rate him right now with his injury. I think had he played all year, he'd probably be a bit higher on this list. But as of right now, this is where I've placed him at number eight. How do you feel about that? Another quarterback that I like, man. I, I, I have nothing bad to say about your placement. He had an injury year, injured year. Um, and I understand why he would drop in a lot of people's eyes. He, he has improved, I would say. Uh, is definitely coming out of college, but in terms of his overall play in the NFL, he has shown every year to get better as a passer. So I'm going to say, man, I like the placement. I think you're kind of going off his career as opposed to this season. I think that's fair given what you've seen uh, during his duration as an NFL quarterback. All right, who did you have at number eight for? All right, well, number eight, I have arguably the most talented, consistent loser on my list. He just can't win any games with pressure on the line. I say those two sentences, and if Justin Herbert did not spring into your mind, I don't know if you even watch football. He's an amazing talent. He's top tier. He's very accurate. He's everything you want. He checks all the boxes except winning. Don't ask him to win anything meaningful. And, you know, if you like flirting with a division title every now and then, he's your guy. But I haven't seen him pull out the big game. I haven't seen him have a single big moment inside his NFL career yet. Everyone keeps telling me how good he is. And yeah, I can tune on red zone and see three touchdowns, but it usually ends in a loss at the end because of something mismanaged by the Chargers. So I have him at eight. Great take. I like that. That's not a bad take. Again, I liked how you had to defend all of his losses before you could even mention the name. That's not a quarterback I like. You know what, man? I think those sentences kind of sum up sum up Justin Herbert, right? Like, it sucks to say that because coming out, he definitely looked like he was going to be in this top five elite class, right? But you look at it, and he just hasn't developed into that. And yeah, I have him at eight, 
but we're talking regular season. We're talking, you know, quarterbacks in football. We're not talking. And honestly, he's probably a lot higher than a lot of the guys on my list if I had to take winning out of it. But the fact that he just cannot win, you have to drop him. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, he's just exceptionally gifted, plays very well. But man, I don't know if I believe in curses or not, but this Chargers playoff curse certainly seems to be something of sort. If you are Justin Herbert, the best thing that you can do for your career is get out of Los Angeles. Stop doing SoFi commercials and get out of Los Angeles today. That's a great take. You know, we saw this happen a lot with Baker Mayfield and we've seen where his career had headed. So yeah, not a bad take. Ironically, he headed to LA. (laughs) That is strange. Maybe to do more commercials this time around, right? Hollywood Baker, man. You got to love it. I like that. All right. We're going to transition into my number seven quarterback here. This is a quarterback that you might not even have in the upper echelon, but I do. And I'll tell you why. Justin Fields, quarterback for the Chicago Bears, had 1,100 plus rushing yards. Top seven in the league in rushing as a quarterback. If the Bears can get him more weapons, he'll shine and he'll only get better as a passer from here. All right, let's get him some stability and some more weapons and let him flourish. How do you feel about that? I'm kind of blown away. You know, I, I think it's crazy me and you can have uh, two quarterbacks or a quarterback on your list that I wouldn't even have inside of my top 20. Um, that said, that's, you know, the agree to disagree part of the pod. You did give some good reasons why you're selecting him. And there is that thing that we love to talk about, right? Every sports fan, potential. He's definitely shown flashes. And I do agree with you. If he can maybe get a new head coach or perhaps some offensive playmakers, maybe I eat my words in a year or two. But I just haven't seen enough to have him grace anywhere near my top 10, let alone top 20. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll write a segment here, and uh, it'll be why the Bears win the NFC North this next year. But I'm going to shoot it back to you. Who do you have at number seven for? All right. Well, at number seven, I'm going to also go back to the – the old gunslinger himself, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. It's disrespectful to put him any lower. And at the end of the day, Tom still puts up great numbers. 4,700 passing yards, 25 touchdowns this season, even with a very down year um, in terms of scoring for this Buccaneers offense. Still had a decent you know, TD to INT rate. And I will say this. He, he set the single-season completion record uh, for this season. That's very important to note. Obviously, it's 17 games. You have to bring that up every time. It's an asterisk that will follow all these records that are broken. But I like Tom. And, you know, he is a lesser talented version of his GOAT status. There's no denying that. But he's still an elite passer, and he can still win – any game on any given Sunday, very similar to Rodgers. Um, and and there's, you know, Max Kellerman on first take once said that there was going to be a cliff and he was going to fall off it. That was 10 years ago. There's no cliff, just a mild, slight decline. He's still Tom Brady. He can still quarterback and play till he's 50 if he wants. He's still in my top 10. Wow, great take. That's a lot. You know, I like your ability to take out the bias because I know you – a lot of blame for him for the Buccaneers losses this year. Look, just because I have Tom Brady in my top 10 does not mean I want him back as a Buccaneer. See it, Tom. It's been beautiful. 
I hope you enjoy Vegas as much as I've enjoyed it, sir. Wow, great send-off there. All right. Yeah, let's uh, let's transition into number six. All right, my number six quarterback, I can't believe he's rated this low. But after the season he's had, I would say this is maybe even higher than I kind of would have thought at times as well. Quarterback Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills. When he's on, he is on. However, when he spirals out of control, it's bad. His confidence and mechanics can get tied together, but I believe he'll be back at the top next year. Allen this year reminded me of Mahomes last year, what he had to go through when he blew an 18-point lead against Cincinnati. I think Allen will be back and stronger than ever. Man, I have to give you props on that pick. You know, that's right around uh, where I was originally going to put him, and uh, I, I respect it. Look, it's Josh Allen. Um, he, he's through for 4,300 yards this year. He's touchdown to INT rate was fantastic. A little, maybe a little high on the interceptions. Right. But you, you, you kind of talked about that. You really don't, he's a mixed bag. You don't know what you're going to get all the time. And that's definitely why he's a little bit lower on your list than he would have been heading into this year. Um, so I, I love it. I don't, I have nothing to say negative on your pick. Agreed. I mean, it's kind of one of those things, man. You remember growing up for, there was that magic eight ball, the, uh, the fortune ball, right? Absolutely. I think that's Josh Allen. You shake it and you just don't know what it's going to land on. It might be good. It might be bad. That's a beautiful, beautiful take there. You know, I still have one of those magic eight balls, man. And whenever I need to know if I need to bet the over the under, I ask it. So definitely recommended. Uh, so let me go ahead here. I'm going to transition into my number six pick. I had Jared Goff. Well, look, man, you had Jared Goff on your list, and you said it was a bit controversial maybe. Look, I think it's controversially low, and I'll tell you why. He's the most disrespected quarterback in football. The guy is absolutely phenomenal. He won with the Rams. He got him to a Super Bowl, and they still kicked him out the door. He's turned a god-awful Lions team around to the point where they were at times the most exciting team in football. Everybody in the league was rooting for them. He rarely makes mistakes with the football. You cannot sleep on that being a major, major thing with him. Another thing here, he ended the season of Green Bay, which is something the Lions have had nothing on Green Bay for years and years. This is probably one of their most meaningful wins in the last, I'd argue, 30 years. And on top of it, he also probably ended Aaron Rodgers as a Packer and perhaps a football player. So he's doing a lot of things great. And my goodness, am I excited for his season next year. You sold me on golf right there. I got to ask you, though, this is a, a quick Detroit Lions question. What is it about the Detroit Lions that when players go there or they perform really well there, it's almost as if they're in a dungeon, like the rest of the league doesn't hear about it, right? Why is that? Because they have a great fan base. Yeah, man. So with Detroit, it's honestly just a place where careers have always gone to die. And it's just how it is. I think it's the stigma of it all started with Barry Sanders and his early retirement due to injuries. And it just never has recovered from Calvin Johnson's early retirement and Matthew Stafford being banged up every NFL red zone Sunday that we would tune into. It, it, you see that, and it's just, I don't know. I can't really describe it, but hopefully, you know, with Motor City Dan Campbell and, you know, 
Jared Goff over there and that running game and what they're building is something special. Um, so I, I don't know, man, to answer your question, that stigma hopefully will go away over the next couple of years. Yeah. Thank you. That was a fantastic take. Uh, that makes, makes a lot of sense. I like that. Well, we're now into the top half, the top five quarterbacks. All right. Number five, Trevor Lawrence. Come on, man. What a great year he had after a terrible rookie year with coach Urban Meyer. He showed us why he was a top quarterback in high school, top quarterback in college. And I honestly think he just really needs to run the ball a bit more. He's got lightning speed. Coach Peterson got him in good shape. This was a tremendous year for him and the Jags. That's the top five quarterback in my opinion, man. What- you know, you find a new way to shock me every single time we do a podcast, brother. And I mean that with the utmost respect. Uh you're definitely drinking the Kool-Aid and you know, maybe it's a little bit too much of the Doug Peterson effect or what, but you got to remember, you got to look at the whole, the whole career here and what we've seen. Yes. He won in college. College is not the pros. We've seen one year where he was able to defeat Josh Dobbs to lead his team to the playoffs. Brother, if you got me a really good old line, I could have defeated Josh Dobbs and led my team to the playoffs. So I need to see a little bit more before he even thinks about cracking my top 10. Thank you. Thank you for that counter. That actually made me, made me re-question my take a little bit. All right. Who did you have at number five? Number five, and this pains me to say, I'm kind of in this position of, wow, I've got to really own up to, uh, own up to this. I've called them frauds all year. I've called Jalen Hurts a fraud all year. Sirianni's a stooge. The Eagles are fake. Guess what? They aren't. Uh, Jalen Hurts has had a phenomenal season. He's led that team. And maybe, you know, you can look at his numbers and they'll wow you, but probably his most impressive piece to his year has been his leadership. That team plays for Jalen Hurts. That team plays for Sirianni. And they are getting stuff done. So Jalen Hurts gets my number five spot. Got to show respect. Got to put all biases aside. That is my number five. Wow, that's that's pretty good. Quite honestly, I think that's a great segue to my number four quarterback. And you presented quite a few points. Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. He got Philly to the top seed. And they have an unstoppable play call, that quarterback sneak. It's the best I've ever seen it run. And quite honestly, they also run the ball strategically. And they throw great passes all across the board. This is one of the best offenses I've seen in the NFL in a long time in terms of they've got such a balanced attack. And it's no wonder they're at where they're at. Man, so hats off to Hertz, Coach Sirianni, and the Philadelphia Eagles offense, man. Who do you have it for? I just want to add, I think what you just, you know, gave here with bringing up them being the one seed just adds into the fact that they've truly bought into Jalen Hurts being an elite player over there, you know. Sirianni even tried to compare him to Michael Jordan last, you know, earlier this week. And I just blew my mind, but that just shows the level of belief that they have in him as a quarterback and just as the team as a whole. So, you know, who's to say that they won't stun and win a Super Bowl too, and just add to this legacy, but I'll go ahead and get you with my next quarterback. You win Jalen hurts at four. I am going with another J but this one is Josh Allen. You had him a little bit lower than me, and I understand. I I get it, right? 
he's going to hurt you at times and occasionally give you a head-scratching game. You're going to wonder, what are you thinking? But arguably the strongest arm in football and the ability to steal a lot of yards with those legs, man. He's an absolute dual threat, like probably the best example in the league. On top of that, he rivals Mahomes' talent level, which I don't think we can say about anybody else in football. He has that wow factor that Mahomes brings. He just also gets you with a no factor that Mahomes doesn't bring. And you have to look at both sides of that coin when you when you take Josh Allen from, you know, out of Wyoming. They did it. They took the gamble. It's paid off so far. But with, you know, looking back at his college career, man, a lot of great plays, a lot of bad, bad plays. It's kind of starting to balance out and make him appear that way in the NFL as well. So I have Josh Allen at four. Some weeks he can be as high as one. If you if you catch him on a good week, sometimes you won't want him to touch your top ten. It's very odd. But that's Josh Allen at four for me. That's a great take. It's funny because I think he's just quite unusual, right? We haven't seen a quarterback that can be so high and be so low week to week. And he's just almost an anomaly. Transition to number three. This one's a little tough. I might surprise some people. Kyler Murray, quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. Get out of here. I'll tell you why, man. I'll tell you why. Okay, first and foremost... In the same ways you rave about Lamar Jackson, that's how I feel about Kyler Murray. Electrifying talent, lightning speed. He's got a lot of distractions in the house and from his own team and from his coach who's now gone. He's had zero run game. His defense doesn't help him out. His top receiver Hopkins was out for the first few weeks as well. Quite honestly, like this guy, he's holding the team together by a thread and I think he's top three right now. I do. Look, the only thing he's top three in might be in the Call of Duty leaderboards, okay? This guy is not an elite-level quarterback. And, you know, and we're the pod that loves to agree to disagree, man, but sometimes when somebody says something that has has you scratching your head, you got to bring it up, man. And I, and I respect it. I respect your take. I know the angle that you're taking there in sense of why you like him. You've always, you know, we've been friends for a long time. You've always liked running quarterbacks, the dual threat quarterback. But man, he's a dual threat in the sense that he'll threaten you on offense too when he's throwing it to the other team, okay? So I I don't know, man. It's a very hot, controversial take by you. That's probably 20 spots higher than I'd have him after this year. Wow. All right. I mean, let's see what you got. Who do you have? All right, man. So from one dual threat quarterback to another, I have Lamar Jackson as my three. And I'll tell you why. He is absolutely electric when healthy. He's gone from being unable to throw a football, period, to being able to, to making himself a very good passer. And on top of being a very good passer, he's an absolutely dynamic threat with his legs. We've seen him during that MVP season of what he can be when healthy. He is Mike Vick, but he's better than whatever Mike Vick could bring to the table. I truly believe that. Better version of Mike Vick. I love Lamar Jackson. I think that if the if the Ravens let this man walk, it'll go down as one of the foolish, most foolish moments in football. Pay that man, lock him up, and don't ever let him leave. Wow, better than Mike Vick, huh? Absolutely. 
all right, I'm just gonna take some time to process that. It might be a few days, but I'll uh, I'll think about that, man. I'll see what. I, okay, that's that's your take, right? And and I just want to clarify, I'm talking Atlanta, Mike Vick. Okay, so that is my boy. I love Lamar. I think it's just a different level of dynamic. I think that he truly, truly is the hardest quarterback in football to prepare for. Well said, which I think that only added to my Kyler Murray argument, so thank you. All right, (laughs) number two, I've got Joey B, Joe Burrow. He's on a vengeance tour. He is the best road quarterback in the playoffs I've ever seen. I think he's a better road quarterback than Tom Brady in his prime. Burrow, man, he just, it doesn't make any sense, right? He's just cerebral, he's surgical, and he throws a pretty good pass. You know, I, I completely agree with you um, to the point where, believe it or not, Joey B is also my number two pick. Look, Joe Burrow, he's the coolest quarterback in the NFL. And it, that's in more ways than one. Yeah, he's out here smoking cigars and winning big games, but he has absolute ice in his veins. It truly feels like the moment is never too big for him. And he's just a winner. He's the absolute opposite of Herbert, where this guy just does not lose in a meaningful game. He turns the switch to be elite when the big game arises. And I can truly say it's rare. It's almost, and I don't want to get this, uh, get this, you know, get hot takes for this, but it's almost Tom Brady-esque, might I say. Well said, yeah. And the same way he's got ice in his veins, same way he's got tar in his lungs. Man, does this guy love cigars. Hey, with how much that guy celebrates with his victory cigars, we got to be worried that he's not going to turn into a chain smoker. Well, quite honestly, we might have to get him and the old quarterback, the old gunslinger, Jay Cutler, smoking Jay Cutler back together, right? Oh, man. That was a beautiful, beautiful reference. I'm glad you took it there. All right. Thank you, man. I think that was the right segue to our number one quarterback. I've got him at number one, and I don't like the quarterback, but I got to give credit where credit is due. Patrick Mahomes, he's been the best quarterback all year long, and he still got it done last week with one leg. Man, I think it's a great take. You know, I think it's hard to argue with. Um, You know, my number one, man, a little bit different. I went with Daniel Jones. I'm just kidding. Uh, Of course, it's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you can't bring – it's weird because as a Buccaneer fan, I really can't bring myself to root for him, but he is just the best quarterback today. I have to be unbiased. I have to take all my feelings aside. If he wins a ring this year, we honestly may be discussing him as a top five greatest of all time already, and he's still got such a career ahead of him. I mean, let's be honest. So, yeah, broke the single-season passing record uh, for this year. Obviously, 17 games, always got to add the caveat there. But it's just, it's it's the most elite level of quarterback play in today's football. You have to have him. You know, St. Patty Mahomes is my number one. Wow, that's fantastic. Those were our top 10. you have any other final takes or final words for this segment? You know, actually, I do. I, I was meaning to bring this up, uh, you know, earlier, but was there a quarterback, a fringe quarterback that, 
you almost had on the list, maybe you even put him there temporarily until you found someone to replace him. Was there a guy that just did not make your top 10 list that you wanted to give a shout out to? Yeah, I believe it was Tom Brady at 10. I wanted to put him there, but I just don't know how much he wants to continue to play. And I think Tua was a better teammate this year. And as a whole, I felt like Tua played really well. So for me, as of right now, I would take Tua over Tom, which is why I put Tua there. What about you? That's that's understandable. I get it. You know, I get it. What have you done for me right now? And I get that. Uh, I my my quarterback that I actually initially put on my list and slowly bumped off from about the eighth spot was Dak Prescott. I just, you know, I think we know what Dak is at this point, and he's a guy that he he can compete for the division every year. He can win some big games. But when the pressure's on the line, he just cannot do it. And whether it's McCarthy or whether it's just bad play calling or maybe it's just bad quarterback play in some some situations, he's just hasn't done enough for me to make my top 10. And, you know, hopefully I'm not losing a bunch of Cowboys, lo- you know, followers and love here, but I just can't put him there. I, you know, I respect everything coming back from injury. He seems like a great person, but I'm not putting him in my top 10. Was that it? Okay, I like that. I can take away with that. Yeah, man. Did you uh, did you have any news that you wanted to go over, man, for NFL uh, NFL news on a Monday? Well, I had a couple. Just the um, well, I'll let you take care of the news. But I would say for me, ultimately, it was the Chiefs dynasty. I think if Mahomes doesn't win it this year, they all remind me of what the Seahawks were, what they could have been had they won that bowl. But Russell threw a pick at the goal line instead. So we'll see. I mean, this Chiefs team has been interesting, but they'll, they've only got one Super Bowl to show for, right? Right. You're, you're 100% spot on. Look, I think it's a little premature to start that, start that whistle, start that fire. You know, look, the alarm is not needing to be sounded. They have a chance, a very, very good chance to win one this year. And if they don't, their window is still largely open. Mahomes is still young enough, and they, they just have – a lot of potential there. So I'm not feeling like, you know, I, I don't know if I'd ever compare them to a dynasty, but they're a team that any year can come up and win it. And they're, they're making it, you know, happen this year. It looks like, so we'll see. Perfect. Yeah. Did you want to talk about the Aaron Rodgers possible trade rumors? Is that what you were talking about? Oh yeah, man. I'm glad that you brought that up. So it looks as if uh, reportedly, Rodgers to the Jets is a very, very real possibility. Woody Johnson, Jets owner, has inquired about what the Packers asking price is, and apparently it's two first-round picks, and Woody Johnson would have absolutely no issue giving that up for Rodgers. If you're the Packers and you know this, obviously you can raise the price on them. I have a hard time believing with that quarterback room, a quarterback may not be included in that deal heading to Green Bay as well, maybe a Mike White or maybe a disgruntled Zach Wilson. There's a lot of options here on the table for the Packers and the Jets. So it'll be interesting to see what comes of this, if anything. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. Do you uh, do you see a pattern forming here with Green Bay quarterbacks, man? I do. I think it's funny how... We see, you know what they say, history doesn't repeat, but it certainly rhymes. We're starting to see that with Rodgers, aren't we? Yeah, I feel like if Rodgers goes to the Jets, it reminds me of Jet Favre. When I remember as a kid, we were excited. So I'd like that. I like if he goes to the Jets. Did you ever own that alternate Madden cover, man, with him with, with Jet Favre on the cover? 
That was the that was the cool one to have, man. Let's be honest. You know, everyone had the Green Bay one. I always had and always wanted the Jeff Favre one. So, I agree with you on that one. You know, it, it's very interesting. If that does occur, it might not be a bad thing for Rodgers, the bad man himself. But uh, we'll see. All in due time. You know, that's why we got a long offseason ahead of us. And we'll be able to cover this news as it breaks in the uh, apparent Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. I'm looking forward to this. This will be a great offseason. But before that, we got some we got some games this weekend, don't we? Perfect. All right. This is Daily Football Report 16. We're signing out. Thank you.